Hello, and welcome to another edition of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. This is Guy Sakalakis, and I'm the host for this episode, which is being recorded from the beautiful Opryland Resort in Nashville at CleoCon 2022. Joining me now, I have Adam Jaradovac and Michelle Fonseca Kamana. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. It's really nice to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you work, what you do, and Adam, why don't you start? Great. Well, my name is Adam Jaradovac. I'm a California employment lawyer over in San Jose, California, and I work with uh, employees and also small business owners just try to follow the law. I've been primarily working in litigation the last couple of years, and uh, you know, I used to play college and pro football, so I, I like that little, uh, have that little thing going for me as well. Very cool. Where'd you play college ball? Oh, I, so I grew up in the Bay Area, but I ended up playing college ball at the University of Idaho. Awesome. So that's also where I went to law school and go Vandals. All right. Very cool. What position did you play? I played offensive line in college. Awesome. So I was a right guard, and I guess my one claim to fame was yeah, while I was starting on the right guard side, the left guard was former first-round draft pick Mike Ayupati, who is also was a former 49er. Very cool. Well, welcome again. Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Michelle Fonseca-Kamana. I am the founder and principal attorney at West Coast Lemons APC. It is a law firm that specializes in California lemon law. And I started my firm about three weeks before the pandemic hit. Brilliant move on my part. Um, So I had to use social media to be able to build my business and build my brand from scratch. So very excited about this podcast today. Well, awesome. Well, we are super excited to have you here. And since we are talking about social media today, that's a great lead in. So you presented today at ClioCon. And what was the title of your presentation? Or close enough. (laughs) How to succeed with social media marketing. Very Mm -hmm. cool. And I'm going to ask you a couple questions about your presentation. So... How long have you been using social media? Michelle, you just mentioned, we'll start with you, just before the pandemic you got, you jumped right in. Yeah, so it's been about two and a half years. I got on it when I launched my practice in February of 2020, and it was a different landscape back then. There were no Instagram reels yet. You know, there was still IGTV. Long-form video was the video content that you would see, and so it's, it's definitely evolved and progressed, and I've had to evolve and progress along with it. Awesome. And where you mentioned Instagram. Is that your platform of choice or what platforms do you prefer? Yes, I love Instagram. It's a great place to go direct to consumer as well as direct to referral sources. So I've got a niche practice in Lemon Law. So a lot of attorneys are on Instagram. A lot of law firms are on Instagram. So I've been able to connect with them and stay top of mind in terms of, hey, I'm (laughs) I'm that Lemon Law attorney that they know so they can refer me cases. But I'm also going direct to consumer with a lot of educational content as well. Very cool. And Adam? How long have you been doing the socials? Yeah, well, I've been on social media for a while. I started off on, uh, you know, Yahoo chat rooms, and it went up to Napster, then MySpace, and all the way up. I'd say I started posting about legal content over in 2015, and that was primarily on Instagram, too. But where I've been having the most success lately in the past couple of years is on TikTok. So I ended up getting on TikTok during Thanksgiving of 2019, before the pandemic hit. There's this one dance that went viral called the Renegade Dance. I tried to... Uh, renegade to a thousand followers, which means I would film one video of myself doing that dance each day until I hit a thousand. 
I think after seven days, I had 87 followers. So that's when I quickly pivoted to talk about employment law. Well, we'll definitely be checking that out on TikTok. Hopefully we still <laughs> see that renegading. Adam is renegading right now. You can't see it, but you can check it out on TikTok. So let's kind of talk about uh, social media in the context of uh, business development. And uh, Adam, uh, you have a great story too about using uh, social media for social good. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, like I said, I was sharing about 1,500 employment law videos during the pandemic in the wow. first six months of the pandemic, actually. So uh, I developed uh, somewhat of a following. I think in March of 2021, that's when I had around 350 to 400,000 followers. Wow. And then during that same month, that's when there was a lot of census attacks against elders in the Asian American community. So there was, I think after the fourth or fifth attack that happened in the San Francisco Bay Area, that's when I went on a TikTok live and started you know, really voicing my concerns to the people who are in that live. There's about 35 people on there, and within the course of 35 minutes, we realized that I was going to host a rally, and the people in that live were going to help me do it. Wow, so, powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. So we had about 72 hours to organize a rally, and, and on that Wednesday night, uh, one person created a press release, another person started reaching out to academics, another person started reaching out to the media. And, you know, when we hosted that rally on that Sunday about 2,000 to 4,000 people showed up at San Jose City Hall. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So it was a really good turnout. And when people thought that, you know, that's when the pandemic and COVID-19 was still really at issue too. So that was also one of the first times people went out. We had to worry about security. We had to worry about, you know, someone, some crazed lunatic driving through our crowds. But thankfully everything went well and, you know, people were able to get in now there safely and really feel empowered afterwards. And one month later, I ran it back and hosted another Stop Asian Hate rally in downtown San Jose and another thousand people showed up. And we ended up taking the streets and marching all around downtown. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that story. It's very remarkable. And Michelle, what kind of um, content do you like to post on uh, your various social media platforms? <laughs> so I try to keep it to three different pillars because you're going to have the most success being multidimensional. People by nature are not going to want to follow attorneys. They don't want to go to law school to learn the law when there's so much more fun content out there. So you have to give people a reason to follow you. So I try to stick to the three pillars of entertaining content, educational content, and empowering content. So as long as you stick to those three buckets, you're going to have a good mix of followers that want to learn from you, that get to know you better through your entertaining content. People have learned my sense of humor through that. And empowering content, you know, being a first generation law firm owner, I've been trying to figure this out kind of on my own. So I decided to take people on my journey of figuring out, okay, I'm hiring my first employee. This is what I'm going through, or this is what I'm, the challenges I'm facing. These are the tools I'm using. And so I've actually been able to build a really great community of other solos and small firm owners across the country because they're, they're resonating with what I'm putting out there. They're going through the same struggles as I am and we're, we're all in it together. Very cool. And, uh, one last question, um, and I think I know the answer to this just based on your answers to previous ones, but a lot of lawyers will ask about, you know, should I have like a professional uh, profile versus like personal? And uh, again, I'm presumptuous, but it sounds like you're both your authentic selves on social media. But what would you tell folks that are kind of thinking about navigating the professional versus personal? Adam, go ahead and start us with your thoughts. Well, my primary handles are at Adam J. The Lawyer. So I have personal business accounts for, you know, all of that. And I'd say 
Well, I just misspoke. I'd say that those accounts are me personally and authentically. And I also have Gerardovac Law. My law firm has their own accounts too, and they post different types of content. So if you're a lawyer, I think what was really important is the type of content that you create. It should be for you and it should be scalable for you personally because 10 years from now, your law firm might not be there, but your credibility still will. And so will that handle that reflects your personality, your likes and your interests. Awesome. Great tips. And Michelle, what do you think about that personal versus professional? So I have a personal account and a business account. So my personal account is for people that knew me before West Coast Lemon. So friends and family that I don't necessarily want to spam with a lot of the business stuff that I'm posting about. And I also want to protect the privacy of my own family as well because the business page is public. So I don't necessarily want to put my nieces and nephews on that account knowing the reach that it has. So I like to keep them separate, but with that being said, most of my time is spent on the business account, on the West Coast Lemons account, on the Senora Limon account. Um, and in the stories is really where I bring out what's going on in my day to day. So people get to see me, you know, going on runs in the morning, training for a half marathon or going to the beach with my dog, hanging out with my husband and getting to see a little bit more about who I am as a person aside from being an attorney. Awesome. Love it. And I lied because I said I was going to ask you one last question, but I'm going to ask you one more question, which is, I know you both mentioned some of your handles, but um, just for the folks, because they're going to be listening, if they want to learn more about you and about your practices and how you're using social media, what's the best way for them to find you online? Madam, go ahead and you start. Find me online anywhere they are online. So I, I probably primarily spend most of my time looking at DMs and Instagram. So find me on Instagram at Adam J. The Lawyer. But if you just put that at Adam J. The Lawyer in Google, you're going to find all my accounts. So, Google's so helpful. And Michelle, how about you? So same thing. I'm at West Coast Lemons on most platforms. Instagram is my happy place. Um, but for all my Spanish speakers out there, I launched a Spanish language account called Senora Limon, um, and that is currently on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, we've reached the end of the road for this episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today. And thank you listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.